Welcome back to Half the Battle. I'm your host as always, Daniel Levy, your co-host Shaq. We're going to be recapping UFC Chile, Kamara Usman versus Damian Maya. And man, Kamara Usman, do you think he used more than 30% this time, Shaq? I mean, like we said, you know, on the show, that is 30%, puts 100% of us to sleep, and that's exactly what he did last night. I was totally expecting that. I stopped watching after the second round. Look, there's just certain things I'm interested in, and, you know, the two fights I've walked away from, they both have included uh, Damian Maya in them, so, you know, I guess I would have to put some of the blame on Damian Maya. But, I mean, Tyron Woodley and Kamaru, I walked away from the TV. Like I said, complete snooze fest. Hey, but congrats, he dominated it from start to finish. I mean, <laughs> But I'm glad that we can, you know, put the myth that uh, Kamaru has better stand-up than Colby aside. So uh, we can just go ahead and shut that down. Yeah, I got a couple things to say about that. Number one, uh, he should be thanking his lucky stars that he wasn't facing pawns <laughs> last night. And, because uh, uh, the eye-poke-slip-right-hand combo would have been uh, very, very key to that fight. And I heard they were offering me plus 180 odds on my boy Pons and Nibio, so... Uh, you know, uh, Kamaru... Uh, Don't want to do it again. He got lucky, and, you know, I, I know how we're talking about how he's boring and people are going to say all this stuff about, oh, you tried beating Damian Maia. Hey, stupid. When Colby Covington fought Damian Maia, he made it exciting. <laughs> not only did he beat Damian Maia's ass, he did it in Sao Paulo, Look, Brazil, his hometown. Just put it this way. Maia would have not answered the bell for the fourth round. He was in a bloody mess in his own favela in Sao Paulo. And uh, Kobe went out there, walked the walk, and talked the talk, and dominated him from start to finish. Yeah, and, you know, I wish uh, – well, I don't wish because I'm, I'm really excited about the Kobe versus RDA fight. But if they were both not getting title shots right now, I'd be like, bro, kobe has got to get that title <laughs> shot over Kamaru all day. 100%. And, look, you know, Dana's, you know, criticized Kamaru in the past for his fighting style. And, I mean, he did uh, no favors in that. I mean, he fought boring once again. Now, look. There were several times where I felt like he could have really busted up Damian Maya like Kobe. Kobe wasn't afraid to get in there and get ugly with Damian. And, I mean, you saw Damian's face in his own favela. So, I think uh, Kobe, I think that's why Kobe's getting these big fights. And that's why I don't think Kamara's going to be in a main event his next fight. Yeah, I agree. You know, they're going to bury my boy Kamara on the fight pass prelims just like Elias (laughs) this coming weekend. You know what I'm saying? They're tired of the, you know, the little slap kicks and the... uh, the, the kicks with no uh, steam on him. You know You'd what think saying? such a physical dude would be knocking people out left and right, you know? He's not a... I mean, the guy's a ring man for, for one. I mean, Bro, what, so, uh, what, what physical guy? So, so, someone tweeted something hilarious. I don't know who it is. The so. guy put on a... He actually went to be a ring boy. Like, I'm already questioning his, uh, his manhood right there. You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, he's of a tough guy. Trevor Smith. Yeah, yeah, of course he's a tough guy. Don't get me wrong. I respect him as a fighter. He he won't quit. He's got amazing cardio, you know, and he almost stalled my boy Brad out, but I mean. He didn't almost do shit, by the way. <laughs> but uh, you know how they call uh, my boy Kamaru the Nigerian Nightmare? Someone said this shit on Twitter. It's more like uh, the Nigerian NyQuil, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I see why uh, Kobe calls him uh, Scamru, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Scamaru? Oh, my God, that's too much. But, uh, you know, Damian Myers lost three in a row, but I still think he can beat a lot of people. I mean, yeah. when that guy ties up with you, when he takes your back, uh, you know, chances are you're and, getting grinded out spe- for the duration. Speaking about that, when Damian had his back in the first round, that separation was completely disgusting, in my opinion. You, l- you let them work in that situation. Who was reffing that fight again? Um, was it Goddard? I know it wasn't Goddard, right? You know, no, Go- you know, Goddard's it? the the worst ref in the game. I'm not sure who was reffing it, but you know. But bottom line, Kamara took care of Biz. He got he got a nice win. So which round did they give to Maya? Was it the first? Yeah, first. Okay. So, Tatiana Suarez took care of Alexa Grasso, and, uh, you know, it's interesting because when you look at Tatiana Suarez's record, 
especially in the UFC. She's been finishing all the chicks she fights, except Vivian Pereira, who actually has a really good fight coming up with Yan Zona, and that's going to be really exciting to watch. But aside from that, she's been first rounding, first round finishing these chicks. The one time we thought about fading her, our girl actually lasted the full three-round duration, but it still didn't work out. So now the question is, I mean, who, who do you put Alexa Grasso in there with next? Excuse me, not Alexa Grasso, Tatiana Suarez. I think uh, Tatiana's top five. I, I, I said, you know, last show that uh, I don't think anyone's going to beat her. If, unless they're in that top five, you know, I think Felice could be a good fight for her. Or, you know, uh, yeah, let's go with Felice or Karate Hottie. Or the winner of Carla and uh, Claudia Gadelia. What's my girl Randa Marcos up to these days? She's Randa's about to get take a L in a few weeks, and uh, or how about how about a uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Tati at a, <laughs> at a bantamweight catchweight? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 141 pound catchweight. <laughs> you know, Don't talk about my girl Mackenzie like that. Let her eat. <laughs> <laughs> so Dominic Reyes took care of Jared Cannonier and. You know, we were getting a lot of questions on uh, on our YouTube, like how could you pick Dominic Reyes to not just beat Jared, but to finish Jared. And I mean, he finished him in under three minutes, and it's interesting because Jared's a guy. He went the distance with Jan Blakovich. He went the distance with Glover Teixeira, and uh, my boy Dominic Reyes came out here and starched him in the first. Yeah, you know, I thought he was gonna, you know, utilize some takedowns, but Jared actually stuffed the takedowns. But it turns out he was better on the feet. You know, um, I thought Cannonier was a little overrated, you know, just his overall, my overall thoughts on him. You know, Reyes is a young kid. I think uh, his first sell is coming right around the corner as well, to make no mistake about it. He said he wanted to fight Jordan Johnson. You know, Jordan Johnson's like the young Gray Maynard of the light heavyweight division. So, uh, you know, let's see it, you know. Uh, Jordan Johnson versus uh, Reyes. Yeah, I mean, I like that, but I think it's a tough stylistic matchup for the six foot four light heavyweight. Because, so, you know, Jordan's going to uh, hug that leg. Yeah, he's a... Uh... My boy Dominic's going to need plan B after that one. But uh, what I'm thinking is, how about the winner of Jean Volante and uh, Sam Alvey for Dominic Reyes? Oh, yeah. That, those are, that's an easy contest for him. Get him a nice little name yeah. win. Get him to 10-0. and 0, Promote our our rising prospect at six foot four, And, you know. JDS number 15. Oh, wow. <laughs> Y'all should take a look at these rankings. My boy Junior Cigano is number 15 at heavyweight. That's uh, the disrespect, huh? I mean, don't get me wrong, he's not one it's or two, but he should at least be six or seven, right? You know. So, uh, Guido Canetti defeated Diego Rivas, and, you know, it was one of those situations where Diego definitely felt the pressure of fighting at home, and uh, he just simply uh, couldn't pull the trigger, and Guido was the better man. But, you know, when you look at this long term, and you think about, am I going to fade Guido Canetti long term? Fuck yes, you are. And long term, you will win that battle because his very next fight, he's going to get a step up. And uh, I guarantee you uh, that ATA allergic to adversity is going to be right back. Yeah, you know, props to Guido. He proved me wrong. He actually went three rounds and won. Rivas was touching his hands and, you know, not pulling the trigger. And, you know, props to Guido, man. He, at 38 years old, I guess he is improving. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, all I got to say. But I, I really think it was more so Diego not pulling the trigger than it was Guido's improvements because, I mean... The openings were there. It's just, uh, you know, like when, D- when Diego took him down and he slammed him, then he got reversed. It was little little things like that. It's like if you could have kept that top position, he could have went on to win the fight. But it was what it was, right? So Andrea Lee defeated Veronica Macedo. And, you know, congrats to her. But who the fuck gave her fight of the night for that shit, man? I mean, you know, I guess it was kind of back and forth on the feet or whatever. But then she took her down and held her down. I mean, that's fight of the night these days, Shaq? Um, yeah, you know, I thought Tractor and Cummings was a better fight, to be honest. Uh, Puelas and Silva. Yeah, Puelas and Silva. Uh, you know, Pantoja and Moreno, even though it was one-sided, you know, I thought those were better fights. Uh, and, 
you know, but, you know, shout out to An- Andrea Lee, uh, KGB. You know, she keeps doing her thing, but, you know, it's not time to fade her yet, guys. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll let you know when that time is and now uh, that, you know, she's probably going to get ranked because you know how this shit goes, man. So, I mean, <laughs> who, who are we thinking uh, of putting her in there with next? How I about mean, Pollyanna? Oh, my girl Pollyanna Vitella? <laughs> Bro, she just ran she, through. Uh, I was Con- not expecting that at all. That was quite impressive. Uh, I mean, at the same time, I think some tougher girls are going to eat that kick and keep fighting. You I know? guess the jab came out of her. <laughs> she, she legit <laughs> took a knee from her. I mean, it was a perfectly placed liver shot. And, you know, credit to what you were saying on the show, the Nova and Yao style still works for the female fights. Yeah, you know? I mean, don't uh, don't fade the Nova girls. Just put it that way. Ketlin, Pollyanna, they're a future... Well, Ketlin's about to be in a title fight soon, and Pollyanna's looking like she's a future top 15. I want to see Pollyanna, you know, in there with somebody like... Uh, Maybe a Joanne Calderwood. Let her let Pollyanna butcher her real quick. Get her out the rankings. Cause let's be honest here, she don't belong. Or Courtney Casey, like top ten. Like, come on, guys. Like yeah. Courtney Casey, is she below? She is below five. Habitual underperformer yeah. Casey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Courtney Casey versus uh, Pollyanna. Uh, you know, I got Pollyanna. Yeah, don't fade the Nova on y'all girls. Fade the Nova on y'all guys, <laughs> and uh, you'll win just like my boy Jack Hermanson did a week or two ago. So uh, Vicente Luque. Defeated Chad Lepree. And, you know, it started off kind of close, man. You know, they're both bouncing around. Beautiful footwork. And, you know, they're both getting their feel. They're both getting their timing. And then when Chad Lepree decided to go for that takedown, it was at that moment, Shaq, that I knew he was fucked. Yeah. That left hook of Vicente, man. Uh, you know, I thought maybe, you know, Bilal might have had a, you know, a chin issue. But mm. uh, <laughs> that left hook is uh, money. That left hook has floored several guys. And, I mean, Vicente is no slouch, man. I thought Lepre was going to win this fight. And Vicente uh, proved me wrong, man. Um, I thought Lepre was doing well to start off kind of like how – it was kind of like playing out how, like, Strickland and Zaleski was kind of – you know, Strickland was kind of, you know, getting a little bit of the better. And then all, out of nowhere, boom, out cold. So, Vicente is no slouch. I mean, Vicente is right outside that top 15 along with Zaleski guys like Nordine, you know what I'm saying? So don't be uh, shocked if he's in there with my boy Zaleski. Or maybe how about Vicente versus Arbahada Rosada? Yeah, you know, I like all those options. And Vicente Luque, I think a lot of people forget the kid's only 26 years old. He has six wins in the UFC. All six of those wins are inside the distance. He's obviously one of the most dangerous guys in the UFC welterweight division. The only setbacks inside the octagon are against Michael Graves and Leon Edwards. I mean, come on. Those are... You know, Mike Graves at the time, you know, that was a guy that won the first round against Kamaru. That was a guy that beat Vicente Luque, choked out Randy Brown. And uh, Leon, I mean, what do we got to say about Leon? He's headlining a card coming up soon, and uh, he'll be uh, he'll be very popular after uh, the result. You know what I'm saying? But look, Vicente Luque, it's time to step up, man, because uh, do they even have him in the top 15? They should. Let's take a look at, wow, the disrespect they don't even have Vicente Luque. He was, a, he was, but then when he lost to uh, Leon, they took him out. Oh, you lose to one of the best guys <laughs> in the world, and now we're going to take you out well, the Well, Leon was unranked at the time, so they... Uh, you know they, his they, rankings are a complete what they need joke. To do, well, the thing is, this motherfucker really went from 7 to 15 because he lost to Colby. Don Young? Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of people in this ranking we, that don't belong Really, right? number 6 needs to leave. Number 9, he ain't going to hang around for too long. 11 gone 12 12 and 13 probably 13 this day but 12 <laughs> and 15 like come on now i'm just saying you know nordine zaleski vicente would butcher him yeah <laughs> would butcher him would butcher him would butcher him and butcher him yeah you know I, what i'm saying I, I agree with that so you know hopefully these uh media members put vicente in those rankings where he rightfully belongs 
and Michelle Tractor Brazerish. Man, talk about a winner. Talk about a guy that I don't want to fade. Talk about a guy that's 25 and 2. That's the record of a long-term winner, Shaq. The split decision was shocking, in my opinion. I thought he won every round, to be honest. I thought it was any. I didn't even think it was close. Uh, but apparently, one judge scored it for uh, Cummings. But uh, Tractor, I mean, like you said, the guy finds a way to get his uh, hand raised. You know, I like that little fence grab he had in the uh, second round. You know, that little subtle fence grab. Shoot got to a, win, baby. Got a, got a nice little warning. And uh, the weasel weaseled again. I didn't even think it was the weasel. I just thought he won, to be honest. You know, he's on a seven-fight win streak. He's 9-2 and two in the UFC, 25-2 and two overall. The guy's a monster, and, you know, people were saying, oh, it's a five foot six guy taking on a former 205-er. Yeah, that's a like, <laughs> When you get in there with him. <laughs> you're looking at it the wrong way. So now uh, I, I got to know, I mean, who do you think he should fight next? Um, Man, that's a good question. Uh, like One of those guys I just mentioned, man, because, I mean, he is 25-2, and two, maybe a uh, – an, uh, a Vicente or a, you know, a, a Nordine if he uh, takes care of business here. Because, um, I mean, he was right outside the top 15. I like Tell me what you think about this. What about Gunnar Nelson versus Michelle Prezeris? Um, You know, I mean, it works with me, you know what I'm saying? Um, if he's willing to – but the thing is, are they going to do that in Brazil or – because, you know, Tractor's next fight's got to be on that uh, side of the country. They don't send him to the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> you know when they, when they send him to the U.S., he wins too? <laughs> They rarely send him to the U.S., but in Brazil, I mean, the guy's a money train. South America, he's a money train. But, uh, you know, he's a tough matchup, man. That guy's so strong. I mean, the, that takedown, the first takedown when Cummings, like, sprawled three times and he kept going and he kept going and he got it against a guy who's, like, way bigger than him. That's uh, it's very impressive, and Tractor uh, is no slouch. A hundred percent. So now uh, it's time to... What? <laughs> It's time to go up there and step up in competition. You know, maybe get that Vicente Luque fight. Man, we're looking at these rankings. They're they're a complete, absolute joke. A bunch of frauds are ranked, but uh, now it's time for Tractor to step up. Look, twenty five and two. There's no more, no more uh, Mads Burnells. No more fucking. You know who are these guys? JC Cottrell. Like, come on, man. It's time to step up now. And for Zach Cummings, uh, could you? Do you want to say he dropped the ball, or do you just want to give the credit to my boy Tractor? I think he got beat. I don't think he dropped the ball at all. I think Tractor. Is one of these guys where, you know, you watch him on tape and you just can't wait to get this uh, fat little weasel, Brazilian weasel out of here. And he keeps winning fights. He's just one of those guys you need to stay away from. And uh, I think he's just a better fighter. Yeah, 100%. Well, this one, man, was a one-sided beatdown. Alexandre Pantoja, he went out there. He beat Brandon Moreno for the second time. I know you saw that fight on Tough where he choked him out in the second round. People said it was the fight of the season, but really it was the beatdown of the season. And this was the beatdown of uh, last night's card, man, because, man, credit to Brandon Moreno for staying in there. I thought he was about to get knocked out, get choked out, what, get pounded out, whatever. But, man, he, he stayed in there. He took his ass open like a man. Pantoja looked awesome. Pantoja rebounded from defeat like a man. Yeah, Pantoja, you know, he let me down in that loss. I didn't like the way he lost that fight. And, you know, he came back, and I guess he just has Moreno's number. And, you know, I thought that was a 30-25 performance in my opinion. I thought there was two 10-8 rounds in that fight. And, I mean, it was a hellacious beating. I think he might have sucked the life out of Moreno. I don't know where Moreno goes from here because... Uh, Moreno's heading down the, the smoke <laughs> territory now. Because that was a hellacious ass whooping. I mean, he got his ass beat. And Pantoja proved that uh, he just took his number seven spot. He's going to be in the top ten. And, you know, Pantoja's a threat. You know, Pantoja's going to be in some good fights. Uh, who should he fight next? Man, lots of options there because, as you know, flyweight is a serious division. 
I mean, I'm always up for, you know, feeding Tim Elliott to one of our up-and-coming guys, you know what I'm saying? Even though Pantoja Ooh, yeah. is a I vet. He was out there but, uh, you know, they got Tim Elliott number 13. Let's see Tim Elliott versus Pantoja, 12 versus 13. He, Tim Elliott did tear his ACL, so he's going to be out for a while. But, you know, how about, uh, no, I don't want that for Dyko. What's my boy? What about uh, John Moraga? What's John Moraga up to these days? Oh, yeah, you know, John Moraga, <laughs> if he wants to get in with Pantoja, <laughs> sign me up. I like Pantoja versus Bibulatov as well. But you know, you know what else I like? If you want to see see some Brazilian versus Brazilian action, what do you think about Formiga versus Pantoja? That that works as well. You know what I'm saying? Formiga uh, smoked uh, Ben Ten his last fight, but if Ben Ten wants to, you know, come back, Ben Ten's not going to fight for another <laughs> two years, Shaq. I saw him training the other day. If Ben Ten wants to come back, he can ben get Ten's that. Ben wearing sunglasses indoors <laughs> these days. You know what I'm saying? He can get that Pantoja smoke, that Pantoja smoke, or that Daiko smoke. So. They don't know who you're, who you're talking about when you say Daco. Oh, my boy, uh, Davison Figueiredo. Yeah, you, know you know what I'm saying? The uh, undefeated Brazilian flyweight prospect. The dark horse of the flyweight <laughs> division right behind uh, our boy, Mateus Nicolau. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Jared, my boy Jared Brooks needs to be in those rankings, too. Take uh, Magomed Bubalatov out. Bro, don't, don't talk about a Russian like that. A little fraud. <laughs> we played him when he was minus 400 against uh, Marabin. That, Mar- that never happened. And he got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> That was a figment of our imagination, bro. So, uh, you know, max bet season continued at UFC Chile. You know, Gabriel Benitez came through. was a max bet winner against Humberto Bandene in under 40 seconds. It was a 39-second KO. And, man, it was badass because I expected him to go out there and teach him a vet lesson. But when we talk about vet lessons, we talk about, you know, a nice little 30-27, 30-26, a nice little late TKO. He knocked him the fuck out in under a minute, Shaq. Yeah, you know, he wasn't on on Gabriel Mowgli Benitez's level. You know, we heard all the talk, Gabriel can't win two in a row. Oh, Gabriel's chinny, this and that. The kid had no business being there. He got knocked out once in 25 pro fights. <laughs> oh, my God. He <laughs> oh, must be he, chinny. He lost to Feely. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, Gabriel proved that he, you know, that he is the more experienced guy, the guy that's been in the cage. And, you know, like we said, he's experienced everything in the cage when Humberto. This is what happens when young fighters are in the cage of vets. Gabriel had to learn this lesson a few years ago. Hey, sometimes you get caught on the chin and go out. It sucks. He'll be back. But it was Gabriel's time. I thought it was a mismatch, and uh, it proved to be that way. Not only was it a mismatch, but it was the, cl- the most closely lined mismatch on the entire car. We capitalized, which we are known for. That's why you go to bestfightpicks.com. That's why you sign up for that VIP package so we can and let you know where to go big because these spots i mean look you got to be opportunistic but my last three bets to win have all been max bets and i mean it's not stopping here man because this is continuing uh this sunday in liverpool england and actually this weekend i'm thinking it's underdog season man i think i'm getting back to my roots with those underdogs got a, no, a couple nice options in the works but uh man max bet season uh gabriel 39 second ko didn't even have a worst case scenario yeah and uh like I said, man, it was a complete mismatch, and that's what we're the best at. We're the best at identifying the mismatches, the mismatches that are line minus 120, the mismatches that are line minus 135. I mean, the list goes on and on. The mismatches on, you know, Chinese girls making their debut or on bums like Randy Brown, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we're the best at, and that's why we're. Uh, that's why they call us best fight picks. Yeah, and I've officially joined the 100-unit club, so now you know all my players, third-party track, over 100 units profit. So, and, and, you know, I'm not one of these guys that risks, you know, a bullshit 50 units per event and, you know, says that I'm, you know, doing parlays with inside the distance props when we all know those there's $5 limits on those. And then and then you <laughs> sit here and be like, oh, I want 20 units tonight. No, you want 20 bucks tonight. Shut the fuck up. By the way, some of these lines I was seeing that, you know, I, so I, I'm not going to, you know, call anyone out, but some of these lines I saw with the, you know, people placing their bets, I never saw those lines actually, you know, for that guy. So, you know. 
I'm not saying they're frauds, but they're frauds. <laughs> uh, uh, they're complete frauds. And, uh, you know, like I said before, when you look at my work, you see hard work, you see dedication, you see a long-term winner. So when you're ready to sign up and play what we're playing, bestfightpicks.com, baby. And you'll get a nice little Gabriel Benitez 39-second KO. Consensus max bet is what it is. So maxbetseason.com. Now, Enrique Barzola, he took care of Brandon Davis, you know, 30-27, 30 30-26, 30 30-26. I actually thought Brandon Davis might have... You know, won the first round, but he definitely lost the next two. I thought he got the better of the striking exchanges that first round. But when you're giving up takedowns like that to a guy like Enrique, a guy who's a consummate winner, a guy who I believe is now 5-1 and one in the UFC. Really 6-0. and oh. Enrique is serious. Yeah, I thought uh, Enrique, you know, co- controlled the fight from start. I thought the first round was close, but I thought Enrique edged it out. You know, Davis is no slouch, but he's got to clean up some things. Like we said, he's got to work up on that tie-up game, on his wrestling, on his takedown defense, and that's exactly where Enrique won the fight. And uh, I think Davis is no slouch. He'll be back, but he definitely needs to clean up a couple things. I actually think he's going to have a, a decent career in the UFC, but like we said, Enrique is a... You know, a consistent winner. He wins majority of the fights he's going to be in. I mean, we saw that Gabriel Mowgli Benitez fight. And I think Enrique uh, deserves a big fight next. He's put in work at 145. Well, he called out Zabit. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> you know, Zabit, that little, uh, never mind. Just so, when, you get, when you get the play to fade Zabit, just don't ask any questions. <laughs> I mean, you think uh, they're going to give Enrique <laughs> that Zabit fight? You thinking uh, no. Enrique versus Duho? No, they're I mean, going to do Zabit versus Cub or Zabit versus Andre, you know, just because uh, they have to main event it down there in Moscow. But You know, my boy Enrique ain't ranked, so he needs uh, one of these guys next. Yeah, he'll probably, uh, yeah, I think uh, Enrique should fight Philly or something, man. You know, they're both outside the top 15. Winner gets that uh, top 15 spot. Philly's been putting in work. Enrique's been putting in work. And I think it's a good style matchup for both guys because, you know, Philly's a long striker. He's going to try to do what Davis did that first round a little bit. And we already know what Enrique's going to try to do. He's going to try to mix him up, dump uh, Philly, and break Philly like people have done in the past. So <clears throat> that's the fight I want to see. Yeah, I like that fight. You know, Enrique Barzola versus Philly, you know, winner gets a top 15 spot. And with Barzola, you got to stop those takedowns. But if you can, I think he's shown vulnerability standing up. And it's going to take the right guy to exploit that. I wonder if Feely is that guy. But with Barzola, you got to keep it standing. He does leave a lot of openings. I've noticed it. Gabrielle showed it. Brandon Davis showed it in the first round. And I think uh, you give him a perennial top 15 guy like Feely, he might be able to show it too if he can keep the fight upright, which is easier said than done because Barzola's got some serious entries. Where did the motherfucker learn how to wrestle, Shaq? I said uh, that work at ATT, bro. You know, he's been putting in work with Pantoja. He just randomly turned into a badass he's been, wrestler? He's been putting in work with your boy uh, Juan Puerta as well. He's been putting in work with Gritzmacher. You know what I'm saying? They got a nice little group down there. And, uh, they've been Is he like a Peruvian wrestling champ or something? I don't think they do. They have wrestling down there? <laughs> <laughs> you see those entries? Yeah, you know, that's just that, uh, that solid MMA work. Man, my boy Enrique is no slouch, but, you know... Brandon Davis will be back, too. I think uh, the kid's going to go on to put on some exciting fights in the UFC. Now, Frankie Sainz defeated Henry Briones. We can keep it short and sweet. Uh, you know, two old men in there throwing down, having a nice little... Yeah. Shout out gr- to Frankie. He will be faded when the time is right. A little grandpa battle in there. and uh, I need that morale money back, Frankie. You know. <laughs> it's time for... Hey, Frankie's on a two-fight win streak. It's time to take a step up the ladder. So, uh, yeah. you know, if he... Uh, <laughs> who, who they got a ban away from my boy? I mean, outside, damn, my outside, boy outside, Eddie Wineland still ranks. How about let my boy Thomas Almeida get an easy win real quick? Oh uh, yeah, you know, Frankie. Frankie's <laughs> not really a guy that's gonna test that chin. So, you know, as long as he don't touch Tomas's yeah. chin, he's gonna win. So, <laughs> I like that. Frankie signs versus Tomas Almeida, and man, the curtain jerker. Talk about an upset. Talk about a fluke. Talk about a comeback. 
I mean, this kind of reminded me of uh, Magomed Ankalaya versus Paul Craig. I mean, Felipe Silva was being the shit out of Claudio Puelas. And uh, in the last round, uh, he got caught with a low percentage finishing move. He got caught with a knee bar or something you don't see often in the UFC. And Claudio Puelas got a 50K bonus. Yeah, you know, I thought Felipe would go out there and butcher him. But, you know, there, you know, at, at one point, you know, this was going to be uh, a play for me, possibly. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought it was a complete mismatch, and it was a complete mismatch. You know, Felipe definitely, uh, you know, had some little hairy hairy areas with the takedown defense. And, you know, on the mat, kept playing with him. Firstly, I think Osiris Myers should have stopped the fight on a couple of different occasions. I mean, you know, uh, Claudio was flopping to his back, eating multiple punches on the mat. But... You know, like we say, these things, uh, that's why we have a limit. That's why we say, you know, a certain number. If it's not in our range, it's not in our range. And it wasn't in our range, so we had to pass. Because this is where the fluke situations start happening. This is where the flukes start flying in the air. And, you know, everyone can uh, admit that when they were stepping in the octagon, in the octagon you could just feel the fluke in the air. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I definitely felt it. And, you know... At, 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 for some reason in my gut, like after the first round, I just felt like something was going to end up happening. <laughs> and uh, and guess what happened? Claudio, it was a total Paul Craig Ankalaev situation. 30-26 about to happen, and then out of nowhere, some fluke shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you play with your food, that's when bad things happen. That's why you got to go ahead, get the guy out of there right away. Exactly. Don't even give him a chance to win the fight. And uh, he gave him a chance to win the fight, and he did win the fight. And it was, uh, man, imagine how Felipe feels right here, right now. <laughs> and I mean, man, that was uh, embarrassing on his part. <laughs> yeah, it was. And uh, I hope he bounces back. Cause, I mean, Felipe is clearly the better fighter. Felipe beat the <laughs> shit out of him. There's one guy who uh, better get a CT scan, and it ain't Felipe Silva. I'll tell you that right now. So. And one guy got 50K. So. <laughs> and it wasn't Felipe either. <laughs> so, you know, that's the, that's the fight game. You got to take an ass whooping for uh, – 12 and a half minutes uh, in order to and get that I think, 50k I think bonus. Puelas, I think Puelas needs to do the same exact thing because I, I actually did think he got better, in which he did get better, but it still wasn't enough. I think he needs to take another two years off to get better yeah. because, I mean... Invest swim, that 50k, yeah, swimming move with these to the sharks, States. Because he's a kid and he's in there with fucking guys like Felipe, these sharks, these animals, and he's very lucky that he pulled that bullshit off because he's lucky Felipe's got no jujitsu. There's only so many of those ass whoopings <laughs> that you can take over yeah. and over. Cause... He hit the body shots fine this time. But fucking, which we which we expected he would, but I mean the kid still needs a lot of work. Don't get me wrong, because like soon uh, he's gonna start going out cold from these shots, so he better <laughs> uh, take some time to get that seasoning on point. That's a uh, all I gotta say about that. Well, you, you know UFC Chile was a fun card. Our max bet on Gabriel Benitez won a 50k bonus as well, so. You know what I'm saying. Uh, BestFightPicks.com this weekend is going down at UFC Liverpool. Wonderboy Thompson versus Darren Till. It's a very contentious fight, man. A lot of people uh, have some strong opinions on that fight. I know we do too. And I know there's some opportunities on that card betting-wise. Those lines are going to drop in the next day or two. And uh, it's underdog season is all I got to say, Shaq. Uh, I'm pretty damn sure we're going to have that opportunity to capitalize on that plus money. If we say max best season, you know what time it is. It's time to get that uh, money out, and it's time to load up and capitalize on these spots that we've been talking about. Guys, when we say Max Best Season, have we ever let you down? Consensus Max Best are undefeated, <laughs> and that's just facts. That is just a fact. So, Max Best Season, hit that email, bestfightpicks at gmail.com. We'll get you situated away. And, uh, you know, not only UFC Liverpool, but UFC Utica in New York is going to be 
max bet season 100%. I'm talking about max bet season times two, maybe even max bet season times three. So if you're looking to buy a long-term package, this now is definitely the time. We got a lot of easy money across the board coming up. Yeah, this is a great time to make some money. And I mean, you can get the VIP so you can get all the plays that Shaq and I make. But if you just want to deal with Shaq and not with me, hit up his individual package. If you just want to deal with me and not Shaq, hit up my individual package and uh, we're happy to help. BestFightPicks.com. Buy this Liverpool VIP package, and if it doesn't profit, you get the next two events free. Make sure you subscribe to Half the Battle on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Stitcher. Follow me at Best Fight Picks. Follow Shaq at MMA Genius 05. We'll be back later this week to break down UFC Liverpool. Hook up those five-star reviews on iTunes. And make sure uh, you sign up to bestfightpicks.com today. So until the next time, let's cash these bets.